The title of this podcast is called Immigrant Reflections Upon America. I want to start off today with a story about my great-great-grandfather, Jens Jorgensen. My dad told me this story, and he said that my great-grandfather lived in a log cabin on a ranch near Castledale, Utah, and it was a one-room log cabin with a kitchen and a back room, but one room to sleep in, and they had 12 children, and they all had to sleep outside most of the time because they uh, there wasn't any room and so they all all those children planted trees near the house and some of them are still standing some of them are falling down though and it's just really cool because he first lived he was born in Loth, Helivad, Orjing, Denmark and then he moved to Utah and then he moved to San Pete, Mount Pleasant and that's where he died in January on January 13th, 1905. Uh, another cool thing about him is he served in the Black Hawk War in April 66, and he was a major in that war. He reflects on America because lots of people from Denmark moved to America around that time, and he helped in the, the Black Hawk War, which is a significant time in America. I will be talking about the poem Immigrant Picnic by Gregory Jenkine. It talks about a kid who walks up to a robin and says, I don't really think that you're from here. And the robin says, I am from here. And the kid says, no, you're from Europe. And we're, or robins are actually from Europe. And we think that you're a different species. And the robin says, well, you're, you're also from here. You're not from all those other foreign places that you say that you're from, you're actually from, you are native to this place. And I think it kind of means that like, once people immigrate to America, we're all just kind of one people. We all have different cultures, but we're all Americans and we all have our own cultures, but we're still the same people, we're all equal. So Lizzie, tell mm-hmm. me, the writing on the walls one, it was very interesting. Yeah. So what do you think about it? So I think that the writing on the wall, the story at least, kind of doesn't really reflect on American ideals. Instead, I think it's the opposite of it, and it's very negative, because the American ideals are like equality and opportunity and diversity and all this hope and justice for immigrants, and then when the Chinese immigrants actually go, they can't go to America because they're stuck in Angel Island. And they're hoping that they can actually leave the place so they write poems to calm others who come in later and to entertain and communicate. Yeah, exactly. Like, talk about how that was their happy place. That's how they stayed sane and Mm -hmm. not preventing them from going insane. But what I took from it is that Yes, it was a sad time, but it still reflected on America because America today still visits that, like, with its college students so that they can, um, you know, know the language and know what those poems are saying and get better in literature. 
So I think that we're both right. Like, it was a very sad time, but it, we still have that Chinese language in America. I think it goes both ways from this Yeah. Way. It goes, definitely goes both ways. Depends on how you look at it. Yeah. And like in the Robin poem, you know, the ro- or the human is saying, well, you're, you say that you're Robin, but I don't really think you are, and everyone else agrees with that. And the Robin's saying, well, I am, I am from Europe, I am from the place that you guys are saying that I'm not from, and I am a Robin. And he's saying, but wait, well, you say that you're from another place, but, I, but you're actually, everyone thinks that you, that you were native to this place too. And so Amer- Americans are, this kind of does reflect, reflect on America because everyone, once you immigrate here, everyone's like the same. Everyone's the same because they, everyone is the same because once you are immigrated to America, you're a citizen. It's not like we're all different. We are different in our own ways with our own cultures, but we're all still Americans and we all are from the same country and we're all equal. Yeah, and like once you go through that naturalization process, we're all Americans. We're all living under the same rules. But I don't get why other like people have to treat each other so badly like no, our culture is better because this and this and this, and it's first in America. It's not true. Like, once you're an American, you're an American, and we should treat people that way. Yeah, the people who were in charge of Angel Island, they actually treated Europeans better than Chinese people. Yeah. So, um, they did reflect on America, but the immigrants went through a really rough time, basically. And in the one, she was... She, her family moved from Iran to here, and all the Americans, like, had the wrong ideas of, like, why she was there. So, they were like, oh, do you have any, did you have any camels? Did you have electricity? They didn't, the girl in the story, she didn't see a camel her entire life. She did have electricity. People thought that they just camped on the desert. Like, it was stereotyping, and that's not okay. We need to get as much information we can get of them. And they, after that, she had a really fun time in America, and everyone was nice to her. And then they moved back to Iran in a year, and the, her relatives moved to America, and it was not the same America. The Americans were so mean to the Iranians, and they were like, go away, and you don't belong here. So obviously... The Iranian family of, with the seven-year-old, uh, they didn't make a mark on it. They forgot all about that, and they just treated them bad because they were Iranians, and they just assumed that they were not good. And, yeah. In 1815, in Kings County, now County Offaly in Ireland, my ancestor, Major Howard Egan, was born. He had 10 siblings. His family immigrated to Canada, and only six children survived. When he went to America with the rest of his siblings, he was a bodyguard for George Smith. He, Howard also had a total of four wives. His fourth wife had an affair with another man, and Howard found out about that man, and he went to meet him. And instead of meeting him, he ended up shooting him. 